Hey friend, I'm Beth Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee, and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. So today on the show, I'm so excited to have Abby Ashley of The Virtual Savvy with me. Welcome, Abby. Hi, I'm super excited to be here. I'm so excited to get to chat with you. You are always up to fun new things with your business. I feel like you're always trying new marketing strategies and new ways to grow. So yeah, it's, it's, we're going to have a great chat. Yes, definitely. So Abby, I would love to hear first how you got started in online business. Yeah. So I was a mom. I was I will admit I was a bored mom. <laughs> I, I was like my whole life, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And then I was a stay-at-home mom and I was so bored <laughs> and I love my children so much, but I just, I've always had this entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit too. My dad was an entrepreneur and I had tried several businesses, everything. I mean, I sold jeans on eBay. I had like a freezer kitchen. One time I bought celebrityplank.com. I was, remember when planking was cool? I was going to get celebrities to plank. I don't really know how I was going to make money with that, but so I've always had like this entrepreneurial spirit and, you know, I was looking for a way to make money from home because I did want to, you know, be with my kids some. And so I, uh, a friend suggested that I looked into being a virtual assistant. I had no idea what that even was, but I just scoured the internet that night and the next day started calling myself a virtual assistant and, you know, got, got business cards and put up a website and, and went, uh, I was living in the DC area at the time. So lots of live networking events and just started getting out there. I was actually pregnant while this was all happening with my second child. And so I'm going to these networking meetings, pretty pregnant, but I was able to get clients rather quickly just through that, you know, kind of friends and family and networking meetings to the point where I had replaced my income from my previous job within, I mean, by the time my son was like three months old. So that was awesome. <laughs> and I, you know, I did that also, I built a team. So I was able to kind of support other moms. And that was one of my favorite things too, was knowing that I was giving other moms a job, a way to make money from home. So I ended up landing a client who was, I guess my dream client, right? It was this guy that I had read all of his blogs. I was subscribed to his email newsletters. I was just, I loved his content and I decided I wanted to work for him. And so I came up with this like massive pitch. I worked like a whole week on it and I, he ended up hiring me to be his copywriter and, and to do some other things for him too. But I, I did a lot of uh, blogging and just writing for him. So, so he was a course creator and he would have these massive launches where he would make hundreds of thousands of dollars in a week. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't even know that this course creation world 
was a thing really. And so, you know, it was, I always say it was like the best paid internship almost because I just got to see behind the scenes of how, you know, a business like that operates. And so, yeah, I ended up and there's, you know, there's some up and downs along the way too, which we can talk about if we want, but I ended up eventually launching an online course to teach people how to become virtual assistants based off of a lot of what I learned working as a client. But working with uh, client. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So I want to go back for one second because I know there are moms who are going to be listening and they're going to say, okay, great, Abby. You went to like the networking events and you said, I'm a virtual assistant. But I think their question is going to be, how did you pitch yourself early on? Like, how did you even know what to say as far as, oh, like I could do this for you and I could do that for you? Yeah. Well, I think I had found like a list of services that a VA could offer. And so I didn't have a lot of skills. Like, I don't want you guys to be like confused and think I had all this like experience because I didn't. My very first client was a massage therapist that literally wanted me to manually type in all of her business cards into like an Excel document. I found out later there's totally like software that you can use to do that really quickly, but I just did it all manually because I didn't know and she was paying me to do it. So why not? So yeah, honestly, I started with what I knew how to do, which was basically answering customer service emails. And I taught myself Canva so I could do simple graphics and like social media scheduling. I tried to be learning new skills too, but really I didn't know very much when I started, when I first started out, I didn't have any experience really in digital marketing or anything like that. So yeah, I, I first told my friends and family, which I think we should do no matter what your business is, (laughs) telling your friends and family can be one of the best things that you can do, because even if they're not your ideal client, none of my friends or family hired me, but you know, we all know one small business owner, right? So just like, you know, one small business owner, everyone, you know, knows one small business owner. So especially if you're in kind of that B2B business space, like telling your friends and family, and it just kind of gives you practice, right? Of, of telling people and working on your pitch or whatever it is. And honestly, the networking meetings, once we can all do networking meetings again, I'm such a big fan of them because, you know, in the online space, virtual assistants, it seems like there's so many, but you go to a live networking event or a conference or anything like that. And you say you're a virtual assistant, people will flock to you. They really (laughs) will because they're like, wait, I need help in my business. And that's really how it was. I didn't even have to have that big of a pitch because I just showed up and said, oh, I'm a virtual assistant. And some people wanted to know what it was, but as soon as they found out, it's like, oh, you could, I could hire you for like a couple hours a week to just come and help me get some stuff off my plate. Yes, please. I need that. Yeah. I love hearing that because I think a lot of women count themselves out. They think they have to have this pro skill or special skill or experience or whatever. And it's like, cause I found in my own business, I've worked with tons of different virtual assistants and or independent contractors and things. But like, to me, what matters most is are you willing to show up and like be excited about the job and like be willing to learn? And that's the extent of most of it. Like occasionally there's a certain thing where it's like, okay, you might need to be really stinking awesome at graphic design or something. But yeah, like most jobs are. Most skills can be taught, but like just showing up and like people don't realize how valuable it is just to be a person that shows up, does good work and communicates well. Like if you can do those three things, you will go far in life, really. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's such a great point. Okay. So you had all this amazing virtual assistant experience. You were building up like your team of virtual assistants. That's like helping you. And then you decide you're going to launch your course on how to teach other people how to do this. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here's what blows my mind because you grew the virtual savvy to a seven figure business and like really didn't use any ads to get yourself there, which that honestly blows my mind. <laughs> so yeah, I want to hear more about that. Process. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably important to note. I don't want people just to think like, oh, she started this course and it was this overnight success. Look how lucky she is. So it's funny. I started the virtual savvy. And at first I wasn't teaching people to become virtual assistants. I was just teaching what I thought I wanted, what people wanted to learn. So I had like a branding course, even though I'm not a graphic designer and know like nothing about branding. I had a class called Passion to Profit, which I'm pretty sure everyone has launched a course. It's like how to turn your idea into a business. That's totally copyrighted too. Someone came out, they were like, hey, you can't use this course name. I'm like, I'm sorry. Luckily nobody bought it. So it's not like it was that big of a deal. But so, you know, I, I came up with all these courses and like nobody bought them. I think in like six months I had, you know, one person buy, buy a course at like $97 and I was really, really frustrated. And that's kind of, you know, along when I started paying more attention to what this course creator I was working for, what, what his methodologies were, which was to basically validate before you create, right? So I had built a list. That was something that I had done kind of slowly, really. It, it was just like randomly asking people to be on my list. It was like posting a freebie in groups whenever there was, you know, freebie days. So I'd grown a list of a thousand people. And so I just asked my list, what do you want to learn about? And they told me, we want to know how to be a virtual assistant. So that's when the virtual savvy went from being, I was like, oh, that's kind of nice that the name still works. So that's when we turned into the virtual savvy to teach people. So then again, I didn't go out and create the course. I actually launched the idea of the course to my list and they paid me about half the price of what the course is now to kind of build the course with me. And so we, you know, I was doing live trainings and hearing from them and that's what built the course. So that very first course launch, I had 16 people buy at about $500. So it was an $8,000 launch, which to me was like crazy. I was yeah. like, what <laughs> just happened, right? Like this is insane. And so, so from there I went on and I had looked up different traffic sources and I'm a really big fan of going all in with something like just choose a traffic source. Cause there's, there's not really a wrong way. Like you can go YouTube, you can go Pinterest, you can go Facebook ads. You can just like, just really grab one and go all in with it. Right. And feel good about it before you move on to the next one is kind of my methodology. So I had read a lot about Pinterest and I was really into blogging because that's, you know, that's what I did. I was writing for my clients a lot. And so I would do these long form blog posts and then I actually hired a Pinterest manager. So kind of that whole, like, okay, I'm going to try to outsource from the beginning. Yeah. So I've been long form blogging and just doing an organic Pinterest strategy since 20, 
15, 2016 now. So, you know, it just slowly started to compound, right? Like more and more people got on the list from those two methods. I also started a Facebook group. So that was kind of once I had, you know, I wasn't having to do much for Pinterest other than blogs. So once I felt good about that process, I started a Facebook group and that group, I think grew a lot. This people are like, what's your secret to growing a group? Because our group has, you know, we're getting close to 50,000 members now. And my secret is not a very good one. So just prepare yourself. But I think what really caused the group to grow is that I just named it something really basic that people were searching for. So my group is Virtual Assistant Savvies, but it has the word virtual assistant in it. And I think people just typed that in and they found the group and they joined. You know, I did a couple like giveaways and things at the beginning to get like my first couple hundred members. But really after that, I guess the algorithms just kind of worked for me and, and Facebook started showing it to people whenever they typed in virtual assistant. So those really, those have been my only two methods of traffic really until this past like year. So we were doing, yeah, that just, just launching my course twice a year and doing those organic methods brought us up to, you know, a multiple six figure business. And then, Well, actually, I guess last year we hadn't really done Facebook ads much yet. Like we kind of dabbled in them and we did our first seven figure year last year. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's still weird. (laughs) You are growing so much, but like you said, it's not overnight. You've been doing this for quite a few years now, but I love seeing how you've grown because I think your approach is so good. The way you, like you said, you just pick a traffic source, like just pick something and go all in on it and get amazing at it. Because yeah, I think you're exactly right. It's way too easy to be pulled in a million different directions to kind of like dabble in this Mm -hmm. and that and everything else. And most growth strategies do not work very well unless you're all in. All in. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just feel like you're spinning your wheels. Like I'm doing so many things. I'm working so hard, but I'm not getting any traction. And that's probably because you're, you're spinning your wheels in too many different places. If all that energy was just built into one place, then how much, then it would actually probably work. Right. Right. Yeah. Now I'm curious because you have an evergreen webinar that Mm -hmm helps you to sell your signature program, the big course that it's got so much in it. So when did you build out that evergreen webinar? So I had kind of studied webinars on my own. So I had a little webinar funnel that I had built myself and I'm so bad at dates. So I'm really going to try to get this right. So just don't hold me to it if I, <laughs> if I get these wrong. So this, so it's 2020, 2019, 2018. So at the beginning of 2018, this is correct. But at the beginning of 2018, I had like a little bit of a funnel that I had, you know, kind of built by just combining a bunch of strategies I read on the internet, right? And that was doing okay. So I wasn't really using ads, just like converting my organic traffic. And so my organic traffic, I was making about 4,000 in sales. A lot of my people do payment plans. So I always just say the sales number. So just know it's less money in the bank, but it's sales. (laughs) So I was doing about 4,000 a month in sales just with that organic funnel, which I thought was awesome. 
And then I joined a program by Mariah Cause, and she has this program where you build out an evergreen funnel. And so I built out this evergreen funnel with her. And the first month that I turned it on, literally with like the exact same traffic, my $4,000 funnel went to a $20,000 a month funnel. Whoa. So that was huge. It worked really, really well. And so, you know, so we just kept building that and tweaking it and really really focusing on more traffic, more traffic, more traffic, organic traffic into that funnel. And so we eventually over, you know, so that was in mid 2018. So in by, by like the beginning of this year, before I joined your program, that funnel had gotten up to like in between 70 and $80,000 months. So that's all with just organic traffic. That's crazy. (laughs) But also amazing. (laughs) So then I took your ads intensive, which I just have to like shameless plug everybody. (laughs) I didn't tell tell Abby to do this. (laughs) She did not tell me to do this. Guys, I cannot tell you how many Facebook ads people I've hired, classes I have taken, memberships I have joined, coaches I have hired, like how many Facebook ads things I have done. And none of them had the effect that your Facebook ads program had. It was just so, and and you just, you break it down so simply and it's a strategy. And it's like, if you just do the strategy, it works. And I, for the first time, I mean, I've been in business for so many years. I have, I had a seven figure business coming into your course and I was like, Facebook ads made me want to cry. And now I'm like, I actually understand this. Like, it's insane. It's insane. So yeah, we turn on these ads and started going. And so we did in, so I was doing like 70, $80,000 a month for March, uh, uh, you know, up until like March-ish is when I turned on the ads. And then our, uh, we went from an $80,000 month to $160,000 a month. And last month was a $200,000 month. Wow. <laughs> crazy. Whoa. Yeah. I so don't now, even understand right now. <laughs> yeah. So you, it's like more than doubled your already amazing monthly income. Yeah. It's insane. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're like about to hire new team members. Like we're, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just literally like your course just created more jobs for people. So yeah, (laughs) that's yay. Yeah. That makes me super happy. And yeah. Okay. And here's the thing too, you could definitely, you know, now that like you've gone through the program, you understand how this all works. I mean, you can absolutely bring on someone on your team where you like hand off the ads to them, you know, and be like, okay, if you watch the video, you know, do the slides, do the videos. Like I am, I am totally a fan of that. It's just, it's more, I've just seen, yeah, way too many business friends, even me, myself. It's like when you're working with this outside agency or person or whatever, it's like, they're not as invested. You know, there's just things they miss because they don't love your customers the same way you do or understand like those little nuances and things. And, you know, I understand why like an enormous company might be working with an agency, but yeah, I think for most of us. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, the biggest thing just came down to understanding. So 
you know, maybe some of the people I hired in the past were actually good. I just didn't know. <laughs> like they would send me their reports and I'm like, I still, so did I make any money? Like what? <laughs> like I just, I just never understood it. And I think that was the biggest thing for me. So like, I will be point blank honest. I don't actually like running my own ads. Like it, it makes my brain, even, even though I understand them now and your course is amazing, like it still hurts my brain just because my brain does not think that way at yeah. all. <laughs> like I'm just not numbers analytical at all. Like it just, it excites me when I see that they're working, but then when they're not, I'm just like, oh, my brain hurts. And so (laughs) I do plan to hand that off to a team member here in the upcoming months. Like I'm still doing it myself right now. I do plan to hand them off to a team member, but the beauty is that now I know, like now I actually understand, oh, this is working or this isn't working or, hey, you know, like, okay, so everything's working except for our click-through rate. So that means we need to change up our images and our copy. Like I never would have known that. So it's just amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) I'm always kind of baffled at some of the strategies I see being like floated around. And I just want to ask people like, Hey, have you ever run ads for your own business? Because it's like, if you've actually spent money on ads for your own business, I feel like it's super obvious what works, what makes you money, what's basically a waste and like sounds really good, but isn't actually going to make you money. So that's, I don't know. That's a lot of my, I think, frustration with what I see floating around is it's more like, okay, this sounds like great in theory, but if it's not going to be profitable, then that, and that's it. And that's like, for me, you know, my course, my course is $997, $997 is my base. It's like my signature program, but the, the payment plan is $97 a month. And so and most people choose the payment plan. Like, I mean, I'm most of the people who take my course are stay at home moms and are, you know, like they're doing this because they need to make money. Right. So it's, it's most people are doing, they, they do that payment plan trusting that, okay, in a month or two, I should be able to make this money back pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that with a lot of the, the people that I had worked with previously, or, you know, just kind of the theories that are out there, it's like, you can put in a dollar and get $2 back or $7 back or whatever. And it's like, for me, after paying somebody like thousands of dollars, plus the money that was actually coming into the bank, right? Since most people were doing payment plans, it just was like, I'm not really making any money. Like I don't see it in my bank account. Like all these numbers look pretty, but I don't see it in my bank account. So yeah, that, that just understanding that and, and how it worked and seeing the little things that I could change to where it was like, okay, now I know that these ads are profitable. It just, that's, that's a really good feeling. Cause it's, it's a lot of money, right? Like yeah. it's, it's, it's real money that you're, you're putting out the door. So yeah you want to know, like, I'm actually getting a good return on that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So speaking of that, I want to nerd out a little bit. Take a deep breath. It'll be fine. I'm scared. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. So because you threw out like some big numbers as far as, okay. So I think you said April, was it April that was two over 200? Um, No, it would, it was May. 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 Okay. So May was over $200,000 of revenue for your business. How much did you spend on ads in May? So I didn't spend more than like (laughs) $10,000. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing. I honestly, my mind is blown on that too, because I still, I'm like thrilled if I get a 
you know, an upfront 2x return for my digital products on my ads. But here's the difference. You already had built out this amazing high converting funnel behind the scenes. So for you, if you're making an, which, yeah, we'll get to that next because I'm curious to know what your return on, like your direct return on ads been is. But for you, even if let's say it's just a 2x upfront return, you've got all this stuff happening behind the scenes where that multiple quickly goes up, up, up. Yes. So, and I think that that's like, for me, what I always wanted ads to be, I wanted ads to be fuel to the fire, but you can't have fuel to the fire if you don't have the fire first. Right. And so (laughs) I think it is like having something that converted well, that was already making money that I knew was proven and that my audience wanted was uh, just a way to really, okay, now that I have this, now I can I can risk spending some of the money to have that, that fuel on the fire, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know what your return on ad spend was for me? I'd have to go. (laughs) So, so, and, and, you know, I think it's important to, to realize that that's, I do my return on ad spend based off of payment plans. So these numbers are like total sales that came in. So they're a little different. So I think most of mine were just like, they were like a three or four return on ad spend um, for money that just came in. So it's not like it was these crazy. um, Right. Yeah. It was because I'm, I'm, I'm actually just doing my ads based off of the money that comes in the bank. And then we also did have, uh, we had quite a bit of uptick in organic over the past two months too. So that is important to to clarify, but yes. Yeah, that (laughs) makes sense. Because yeah, I mean, more people are at home, more people are, I mean, now's a great time for your program because people want to learn how to work online and Yeah. yeah. I love that. It was a combination um, of all the things. Right, right. So, okay. So 10K on ad spend, three to four X return for that ad spend. But then, yeah, what's so exciting is you're earning those new customers. So, you know, some of them are getting into your signature program, but they're on the payment plan at 97 a month. So you made the upfront profit already. You've already cut like you've way more than covered the cost of like acquiring that new customer. But yeah. now the next, you know, 11 months, like that's all gravy. So right. I think that's so interesting too, because you can look at, okay, if you spent 10 grand in April, 10 grand, it keeps building on itself yes. because yes. of, yeah, your awesome signature program. I love that. Okay. So do you, do you mind telling me how many leads you got on your list in May? Yep. I should know all of these numbers. <laughs> you were fine. I'm so listen, bad at this. <laughs> I don't know my organic numbers. Like I'll be, I hate Google analytics because just early on I started using ads. So like, I love the ads manager and ads dashboard and I'll do like Facebook analytics. So I never know what my organic stuff is. I only know like, what did I do with ads? <laughs> Do you have people like go and look at their ads while they're on your podcast? Cause that's what I'm doing right yeah, now. You're fine. <laughs> okay. So let's look in May. The month of May, we brought in 4,431 leads. Okay. Oh, and yeah, I spent $9,486. So I was about okay. right. About 10,000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then how many individual customers did you bring in? 669. 
Okay, 669. Okay, so first off, what would that conversion rate be? 669 divided by 4,000. I'm curious because this tells me that you have such a high converting funnel. How many leads did you say you had? Uh, we had 4,431. Okay. So 639 purchases divided by 4,431 leads means you had a 15% conversion rate. So 15% of all those new leads that you got via ads purchased something from you. Yeah. Now, some of them are buying a lower priced yeah. product, but still... That's really incredible. That's where too, like, again, not, you know, most of my students are not able to say, hey, I spent 10 grand on ads and what do you know? I have 200K in income. But like you said, you already had this amazing organic system that was already doing 70 to 80K a month for you. Organic traffic had picked up for you, but yeah, you just, you added this extra fuel to your amazing fire. So I, yeah, I just love it. Yay. <laughs> One quick question on your funnel behind the scenes. I am so curious, what sort of light bulb moments have you had with that? Like in terms of, is there any particular email where you're like, oh, this is what everyone needs to hear and this works really well or anything along those lines? Yeah. So a couple of things with the funnel that, so I, so I had a funnel, right? I had a funnel and then I had a different funnel that worked much better. So I feel like there were a couple of key things that made the difference in between those two. One was just a really good webinar. So it's a webinar funnel. People come, they watch the webinar. I don't do any of the, like, they know it's pre-recorded. So it's not like, pick a time. Oh, look, there's a time in five minutes. It's not that. <laughs> it's, if you guys have ever encountered those. So it's, you know, it's a, hey, this is an on-demand training. You can watch it right now. But one of the biggest things that I think helped was adding true scarcity. So we use Deadline Funnel. And I'm a huge Deadline fan, Funnel fan. So in in our emails and on our sales pages and on the webinar, there's just this, this timer, right? And people are seeing it tick down and it's like, okay, like if I'm going to do this, I need to do this now. And I really believe in those things. Cause I, I do think that people just need that extra little push to, to make a big decision. And so, especially if it's a big decision, you really believe in, right? It's like, oh, I'm pushing people to do this. It's like, well, yeah, but you really believe in your product or your service. So it's okay to push people to like want to buy it, right? And so deadline funnel, I think was huge. Adding that and adding like true scarcity into the funnel. I also, you know, I think people get really afraid to bombard their list. But I have found that, you know, especially when it's an evergreen funnel and people are first discovering you, like we're sending people an email every single day and sometimes twice a day. Sometimes on the last day, it's like three times. I send them three emails on the last day. And I think that people get scared. But for me, that's kind of like, a, are you in or are you out? Like, do you want yeah. to know about this or do you not? Because if you come in and you get an email from me every day and you're like, oh man, this is too much from this girl, then they'll unsubscribe and that's okay. And they weren't probably ever going to buy from me anyway. So I think that's another thing is just, you know, and then we ease up. I don't want you to think that I email. I don't always, I don't email my whole list every day, but they're in the very beginning in the funnel. It's literally every single day. <laughs> 
And then we've done a couple of other things. We've added proof, like use proof to, you know, one of those social proof tools. And I, I think that that helps some too. But the biggest thing I would probably say was really that true, that true scarcity. I think that that made a really, really big difference in the funnel. Yeah. Because outside of people signing up for your webinar and then getting a chance to enroll in your signature program, other than that, it's basically like twice a year that they could enroll, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of our push is that if you don't do this now, you might have to wait six months because we only launch twice a year. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. And listen, I've had students tell me, so this is funny because I don't currently have like an evergreen webinar type of funnel because I mean, the main thing I've been doing is like my ads program and it's fair, it's, you know, it's live and it's for, you know, for certain, like there's good reasons for it. But anyways, I've definitely had students tell me, they're like, I don't know why I didn't go ahead and enroll the first time I applied. I'm like kicking myself for, you know what I mean? For not doing this months ago. And so I'm sure you get the same thing too, where people are like, I should have enrolled in your program months ago because yeah, it's really helpful. You know, you're making a difference for people. Yeah. And that's my, you know, Mariah, who, who taught me a lot about the evergreen funnels. She's, she says that there's turtles and there's hares whenever <laughs> you have the buyers and you've, you've got to give an opportunity for those hares. Like you've got to give the people who want to buy something from you right now, the moment they come upon you, there's people that are like, let, let me give you my money. Right. <laughs> and so you have to give those people an opportunity. But the great thing is, and I think that this is really important, even when we're talking about things like Facebook ads, right? Like you can say, oh, you know, like I didn't get that many buyers, but how many leads did you get? And it could be that just a a large number of those people are turtles, right? They're the people that they're going to have to see your launch five times before they're finally (laughs) convinced that they need your product. And that's okay. Right. And so I think it's just important to give space for both of those people. You've got to give people the opportunity right up front, those fast action takers. I'm a quick start. Like I know I've literally like Googled people's funnels because I want to buy their thing. I'm like, I just want to buy it. Let me find it back. I've literally had course creators email me and they're like, how did you find this? Like this isn't open. I'm like, I will find your course and I will buy it because I'm (laughs) such a hair. But that's, you know, I think, I actually think that more people are kind of the slower. They they need to see your things multiple times. So Yeah. yeah. All right. So really quick, I'm curious because you talked about you spent like just under 10K on your ads in May. How many different campaigns is that? Because I think people are going to be surprised at like how uncomplicated it is. So I have three hot campaigns and one warm and three cold. Okay. Campaigns. So seven campaigns. Yeah. So, and then you're spending... I guess, what would that be, like 300 a day, something like that? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I just wanted to point that out. It's not like you can have a successful business without it being like 20 campaigns and like swapping in images every day and all that kind of crazy stuff. So yeah. Okay. Well, this has been awesome, Abby. It's, yeah, it's always fun to chat with you. I feel like I've You've got my brain churning for different things already too. As we wrap up, do you have either a funny or an adorable mom moment to share? Hmm. <laughs> Other than can Disney Plus be my babysitter today? Mom? Oh, that was actually, that was pretty good. <laughs> 
like every single morning, my kids crawl into bed with me. And every morning we sit and we have snuggle time with mama and they, they nuzzle up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't going to be forever. And I just like sit there and I treasure it and I love it so much. And then my son goes, I'm hungry. And he has to have first breakfast and then second breakfast and then third breakfast. (laughs) So that's basically our morning routine plus my sweet moment wrapped up into one. Oh, I like that. That is so nice. Over at our house when that, when sometimes that will happen, but the boys will like fight over who gets to be next. (laughs) See, I only have, I have two. So I just have one on each side and then it works out just fine. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's really sweet. Well, thank you again, Abby. This has been so much fun. And can you just remind everyone one more time, where's the best place for them to find you online? Yes. So the virtual savvy. TheVirtualSavvy.com is the website. I have a ton of blog posts. It's got a YouTube channel and you can go check out all the content we've got over there. It's a lot, but you will enjoy it if you're looking to uh, make money as a virtual assistant. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.